The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. The Bunch of Mons, the world, he makes the decisions. And this story was brought to me, this concept was brought home to me again by a Rav from Lakewood who kind of touched on me, Rav Gezer, Rav Bag, and he told me a fantastic story, amazing story, brings up this idea of, of, of how a Bunch of is in control of every single detail. Right? Unbelievable. He says to me like this, it was Rosh Hashanah morning, and he sees a man standing in the back of a shul in Lakewood, and he was, yeah, he, obviously the guy's not a typical mispala on Lakewood, as he know, he's wearing a baseball cap, you know, in, in, in the shul in Lakewood, I guess it's not the, no, the, the, you know, I guess they don't come to shul in the baseball cap, I don't know. And uh, the, the cap, the sweatshirt, he was out of place. Maybe they do come, I don't know, I was never in that shul, but I'll come upon him from the attire, he realized that uh, he's a visitor. So the Rav says, listen, I'm, I look at my job to go over to, to invite, to, to, to say hello, to welcome people to my shul, and I go over to say hello to him. Right? And, and if he's married, I'm going to invite him for the pseudo. Rosh Hashanah. Right? Tonight, Rosh Hashanah, I'm going to invite him for the pseudo. So when the Davide came to end, I went over to approach him. I said, hello, what's, what's your name? What's your name? He says, my name is Avi. All right, where are you from? I'm from Israel. And now, and after that, oh, I, we moved to Florida. And now we moved to, to New Jersey. Oh, very nice. Nice to meet you, Rabbi Avi. Welcome to our shul. And good yomtiv to you. Okay. And where you live, he says, I'm living nearby in the big building. So you settling it okay? He says, yeah, I'm settling it okay. Everything's great. Baruch Hashem. So then Rabbi Balbak says to him, he says, listen, I was wondering, you have a place for a suda tonight? You have where to go? He says, nah, we don't need a suda. He says, no, I want to have you. Love to have you. He says, no, nah, it's... Now, you know, Rabbi Balbak says, I understand he's not religious, but I guess the Shema was drawing him to the shul for something. So he says, listen, I understand you can't come for the suda. I get it. You're busy, you have other things, prior commitments. What about coming to Davening tomorrow morning? Could come to Davening tomorrow morning. It's a very important day. It's the most special feels of the year. What do you say, Avi? Come to Shul tomorrow? He says, I don't think I'll be able to come to Shul tomorrow. So Rabbi Ag says, why not? Rosh Hashanah, you're from Israel. You know this. He says, listen, I have a job. I can't, I can't take off. I got Rosh Hashanah. I got a job. I know it's Rosh Hashanah, but I still have to work. So he says, Avi, don't you think your boss will, will, will understand if you take off Rosh Hashanah? This is America. I guess this a few years ago. <laughs> Don't you understand? That your boss will understand. It's okay. You're Rosh Hashanah. You take off Rosh Hashanah. I can't do it. I have to go to work. He says, let me, give, let me make a suggestion. Can I make a suggestion? Yes. What about if you don't come with all davening, uh, come from 11, 11 o'clock to 11.30. Why? What's 11 o'clock? That's when we blow the chauffeur. Come for half an hour. I had to stay after work, but at least come for the chauffeur. So I can't do it. I have to support my family. And he, and he starts, then he gets upset. Avi raises his voice at me, the rabbi says. He says, you know what Parnas is? He says, I am ready to take the same Torah out of the Aaron Kodesh and swear that Hashem knows what Parnas is and he wants to go to work tomorrow. That's what this guy says. You understand? He wants to make a shvua, an oath. Because Baruch understands what Parnas is and wants him to go to work. That's what this guy says. So the Rav says to him, Rabbi Rabbach says, I understand you feel the way Avi. I just want to point out, tomorrow's a day when all the parnasas for the rest of the year is decided by Hashem. You think Hashem cares about your parnasa. You're right, He does. But you have to remember that tomorrow's a day when Hashem decides how your parnasa is going to be the rest of the year. You may feel you need to work, but that's not what's going to be your parnasa. In fact, I would say it's a very good investment of parnasa on your part if you don't work tomorrow. I think it will be a very smart move on your part, financially. That's what the Rav says to him. Give Hashem half an hour tomorrow. Avi's not hearing the rough. Can't do it. 
He says, I came to this country nothing but my sandals, he says. And now, Baruch Hashem, I have plenty of parnas, and that's what Hashem wants. All right? So the Rav says, just as like it's a mitzvah to speak when a person's going to listen, it's also a mitzvah not to speak when a person's not going to listen. You got to know when to talk and when not to talk. For example, <laughs> if you're a, a father-in-law, right? What do they say? Close your mouth and open your wallet, right? Okay. Anyways, you got to know when, when to talk and when not to talk. Obviously, a grown-up. He has free will. He has Bechiro. He came to Shul tonight. Can't force him to come tomorrow. What will be, will be, and that's that. I say, I shake his hand, the Rav says, and I look at him in the eye. I say, Avi, I give you a bracha. You should overcome you to saw you. You should have a and a great new year. He says, you too, Rabbi. And he left the shul, and I was like, okay, that's it. I did my best. I don't know what's going to happen. Whatever happens is all for the good. So the next day, so I come to shul, I'm wondering, is he going to come? Is he not going to come? What's going to happen? And I'm looking for that baseball cap to hold David. I'm turning around from time to time. I'm looking. Shachos passes, Kriya Satoria passes. Soon it's time to blow shofar. And just before the Baltakir starts saying the brachas, I look around the room and he's not there. He's not in Shul. Avi's not in Shul. He didn't overcome the Nisoyah. What can you do? We finish Kriya, we finish Kriya Shofar. We hit Musaf. The Chazan reaches Ayom Tam We sing along with him. Right, I'm about feel Musa full show on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. It's a great moment. You feel that sense of you did your best, and now Barshalom is going to give us a great new year. Hopefully, it's going to be amazing. Everyone's singing. There's a feeling of festivity, happiness. Right? But inside the rub was a little upset. He was a little sad. How come Avi didn't come? He felt a little disappointed. How come he didn't come? Chaval. He missed that Kiyah Shefer and Rosh Hashanah. Say I come back to Shul Menchaton. Somebody comes over. He says, Rabbi Rabbi. He says, yeah. There's a man outside. The same man who was here last night. I go outside. All right. Hey, the, the young man says to me, oh, by the way, he... <laughs> I think he was crying. So I go outside. When I asked him, if he wanted to see you, he said he was embarrassed and afraid of you. That's what he said. He said, afraid of me, Rabbi Rabbi? I says, why on earth would he be afraid of me? He says, you cursed him. Rabbi Rabbi says, I cursed him? Chas the shalom. Of course. So what, Rabbi Rabbi goes to see him? He says, what's, what's going on? Avi? He says, how you doing? Not very good. So what happened? He says, you told me that I should go to work, right? If I have to go to work, but come for half an hour. And that my panas of the whole year is going to be decided today, right? That's what you said. Yes, that's what I said. And you obviously figured out that I didn't listen to you. I went to work. Yes. So I get to work, everything's normal. Then what happens? I am doing my job. And around 11 o'clock, the boss says, do me a favor, Avi, go make me a cup of coffee. I said, yeah. I prepare a nice cup of coffee and I bring it to the office. What happens? I will never forget the next few seconds. I walk into the office, I'm holding the cup in my hand, and what happens? I don't know how it happened. I'm about to put the coffee on the desk, and I tripped, and the cup of coffee, steaming hot coffee, spills all over my boss, and he covers his suit from top to bottom with coffee stains, and he's soaking wet with his sticky, sweet, hot coffee. And that's not bad enough. 
He yells at me. He says, you're fired, he says. Leave now. What could I say? You were right. Parnassah is decided on this day. I should have been still praying for my Parnassah instead of the office. I wanted the holiest day of the year. That's what happened. And the story continues, and Rabbi Rabbi Ganavi developed a kesher, and he helped him out, and uh, ended up starting to go to shul. And he started coming to shul on Shabbos. It, it, it led to, to good things, this story. And Rabbi Rabbi said to me, it's been a few years since I saw them last, but I'll never forget the conversation we had at Rosh Hashanah night, and how he thought he had to work with his panos, was the opposite. The opposite. Right? I said, no, don't. Come to shul, and you'll realize that'll be the best thing for your panos. And what happened? He goes to shul, he goes to work, and his boss fires. And he learned the lesson. And he says, when I tell the story to my shul, Rabbi Rabak says, I like to call it the Ramban in Parashat Shemini. What does Ramban say? After the passing of Aaron Cohen, sons, the other one of you, the Pasuk says, Of this Hashem speaks, saying, I will be sanctified through those who are nearest to me. What does that mean? What was the Kaddish Baruch saying? Where do we find, where do we exactly find that Hashem actually spoke? The Ramban answers the following words, for Hashem's actions that take place around us, that's his dibor. Hashem, does he speak to you? Does he say the words? Maybe not, but he, he lets you understand through many actions that take place all around us exactly what he wants and what he's thinking. And he wants us to listen to him and to recognize those messages. He says, I then stress the fact that Hashem says this message all the time. While it's true, not necessarily expressed in actual words, there's no question that their messages are clear as needed. They're as clear as needed. If we would only listen to them and accept the messages when they come to us. So that's the word, everybody. Remember, everything happens. No games. It's all for a reason. Kodesh has a plan. Of course, we do go to shul and dive for also. Avi learned the tremendous lesson that rushed that to Rosh Hashanah. The Gil learned the lesson. And we always have to learn a lesson from another than a view who taught us a big lesson about no matter how close we are, we still have to remember Kodesh Baruch was a billion times greater than us. And we have to we can never forget at the end of the day, we're a service of Kodesh Baruch in the King's Palace. We need to act accordingly.